Mendocino County Public Broadcasting. This is the KZYX News for Tuesday, September 26th. I'm Sarah Reif. The keynote speakers at a recent Redwood Region Economic Summit focused on what they called the solidarity economy, urging those with the wherewithal to work towards an economy that addresses climate change, prioritizes health and education, and recognizes the importance of caring for children and the elderly. Dr. Manuel Pastor is a professor of sociology and American studies and ethnicity at the University of Southern California. He broke down some demographic data points in the country and the region where wage gaps are widening and the racial makeup is shifting. The United States is slated to become majority people of color by about the year 2043-2044. As you know, that's created some degree of anxiety in some parts of the country. They are worried about an America slipping away from them. It's created delight in other parts of the country. I'm from Los Angeles, and all I can think about is that the rest of the world will know what a Korean taco truck is. And uh, how could that actually be a bad thing? In the Redwood region of Mendocino, Humboldt, and Lake Counties, the population is about 68% non-Hispanic white. But the generation gap is also a racial one. For the white population, the median age, half older, half younger is 48. For Asian American, about 36. That's about the same for the black, a little bit younger for the Native American population. The mixed population, which again is a lot of uh, indigenous folks in the mixed or other, it's about 27. Your Latino population, median age is 26. So, 48 26. That's 22 years. That's a generation gap. It helps to explain the ongoing demographic change. Because when you're 26, you're in prime family formation age. When you're 48, you think you're in prime family formation age, right? The majority of that population is not new immigrants, according to Pastor's research. 70% undocumented immigrants in the state have lived in the country for a decade or longer. They're deeply enmeshed in businesses, in communities, and obviously in families. They're undocumented Californians, about 2.4 million, outnumbered by the number of U.S. citizen family members living with them. In Lake and Mendocino counties, about a quarter of children under five have at least one parent who's undocumented. And wage gaps across the state and in the Redwood region between races and between families who have young children and those who do not have long-lasting ramifications. We are baking inequality in to the next generation. Pastor's colleague and frequent co-author, Dr. Chris Brenner, a professor of environmental studies and sociology at UC Santa Cruz, took the idea a step further. Like, if you care about the kids, okay, it's important. But if you care about having a viable social security system when we retire. We need those kids with early childhood education and high quality childcare, because we know that's a tremendous predictor for labor market success 20 years later. But we also have to understand that we have to challenge not just the need for more public investment, but also challenge what do we mean by skilled labor? Being able to wash an elder person with dignity and take care of them, that's hard work. Being able to inspire a five-year-old child for lifelong learning and self-directed learning, like we know that's important, but we actually don't know how hard that is or how to recognize it. That's something we need to do.
Senator Mike McGuire, who opened the summit, agreed. We are not going to have a thriving economy if we don't have a robust child care system here on the North Coast. We've gone from 200,000 state-subsidized child care slots prior to the pandemic. We are funding now 400,000 state-subsidized child care slots. We need probably another 600,000 state-subsidized child care slots across the state. I'm a big believer is our budget needs to be our value statement. McGuire also rattled off a number of funding initiatives to advance what he called the clean energy future, from $1.5 billion for electric school buses to renovating the port of Humboldt to accommodate the development of 4.6 gigawatts of wind power, enough to supply 1.5 million homes. McGuire is optimistic that the port will also be a major source of good jobs. And that is why uh, the state has come in with $10 million to be able to help fund the environmental impact report, to be able to kick off the project, the wharf project at the port of Humboldt, so that we will be one of three major ports, major ports of interest for the development of offshore wind towers and turbines. The state has just launched its initial engineering report to be able to look at Humboldt, the Reading, because we have to upgrade the energy, the transmission line to be able to get the offshore energy off of the Humboldt coast and off to the rest of the California grid. According to Brenner, wind power has been funded by taxpayers throughout its development. Some of the key developments came from NASA, There's something called the Wind Energy Technology Center that's part of the National Renewable Energy Labs. That's a key site of technological development. We would not have that ability to produce wind energy without public investment. Brenner asserts that regions that are more equal are better able to sustain jobs. And as the Redwood region prepares to launch a multi-million dollar planning process to revive the economy, Pastor shared some final thoughts. This isn't the time for normal work. This isn't the time for tinkering at the edges. This is the time to set a course for the next 40 or 50 years. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News podcast wherever you get your podcasts.